This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Lynch. You know, podcasts come and go, but the wheel of time keeps turning. We can't escape it. Yeah. It's for sure. inevitable. For it's sure. Part of life. For sure. It's like... For sure. It's like the one thing you can count on. <laughs> We're talking about, surprise, surprise, the wheel of time on Amazon oh, Prime Video. I thought you were just talking about um, my wrinkles. <laughs> Just kidding. What wrinkles? <laughs> um, some quick housekeeping. If you're listening to the podcast, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast or Stitcher. Leave us a review if you haven't already done that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on all the social media at Try By Pilot. I'm trying to do this at the beginning of the shows rather than the end. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and we're probably going to, after this releases, switch to an every other week or twice a month schedule for a while. Uh, you know, life's busy. It's the holidays. We got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> so this stars Rosamund Pike and a bunch of younger actors. It's so funny when I like was like, oh, Rosamund Pike, what's she in? And obviously I recognize her. And then I look her up and I'm like, oh, I don't remember seeing any of these things. Like, how do I know this actress? I recognize her but from I the do... commercials for I Care A Lot. Okay. I mean, I, I know I've seen her in something. I like, saw... I didn't see Gone Girl. She was in that, but I yeah. didn't see it. Yeah. Anyway, so, she's been around for like ever. I'm sure you're shocked to find out that this show is based off of a fantasy book series. Not shocked at all. <laughs> Please. Anything that's this involved. There are no, like, no one's creating this now. I just feel like... <laughs> I might be talking at my ass right now, but it's just like, doesn't it seem like Hollywood in general is just really lazy? Yeah, especially big studios. Yeah, so like they're not writing this, they're not creating this world. Right, right. They they read a book. Someone read a book. <laughs> well, they heard that people like this book. Yeah. And then they hired someone to maybe read it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I, abused all the PAs along the oh way. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have not read any of these. They were written, I think they started in like 1990. Okay. And went until like 2013 or 2016. The guy who wrote most of them, Robert Jordan, passed away like two thirds of the way through. And then another fantasy author like picked up where he left oh, off. Oh, really? He, I, I don't know how Bold he passed move. away. But he left like extensive notes because he wanted someone else to finish the series. So I don't know if he was, he, I mean, he must've been sick. Yeah. Um, it is after like, you know, the giant ones that everybody knows, like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, it is like the biggest fantasy book series of all time. Wow. Um, I mean, Game of Thrones is in there too, but this had more books. So technically more readership, but it's, it's definitely in like the top three or four fantasy novels. Okay. Uh, it, 
insanely popular. I've, I've heard about them for years and years. I have not read them, but I've been waiting for this pilot since it was announced like two years ago oh, okay. by Amazon. This is interesting. I mean, this will come as a surprise to no one. I've never heard of it. <laughs> nope. No one's surprised. Nope. <laughs> Listeners, tweet it, tweet at us if you're surprised. Um, yeah. So it starts with some narration from Rosamund Pike's character, Moraine. And it's like very like f- fantasy, dramatic narration. Like the world is broken. Men, men tried to cage this darkness, and now, you know, it's and now here laid, it is laid waste to the world. But they believe, or prophecy is, has foretold that like a new savior has been reborn. That there's a lot of like reincarnation discussion mm-hmm. in this show, or at least in the pilot. And so, like, whoever this dragon was, they called him the dragon, Mm -hmm. has been reborn, but they have no idea who it is. Boy, girl, no one has any clue. Yeah. They just know that that this person was reborn 20 years ago. And now she's off looking for it. She must set off to go find this this person. Uh, And then the next scene is these two men on foot being chased by five, like, red clad women on horseback. And. You know, obviously they catch up to them. They use magic to like bring rocks down to stop them from escaping. And then one of them starts to talk and the the women reveal like, who are you talking about? No one's near you. And he looks around like no one's even there. Yeah. He was having some hallucination. He somehow gained access to magic, I guess. And like it was making him go crazy. And so one of these women, the leader, tells him like, you know, this power is for women and women only. You know, men touch it and make it filthy. Mm. And so they point like their magic rings at him and he starts to like scream in pain yeah. as up on the cliff top, we see Moraine and her like assistant guy protector yeah. watching over this situation. And she goes, it's not him. And so they set off. And that, yeah. was, that was like the cold open. Uh, then we're introduced to Egwene getting her braid done in like some ceremony. Braid. Braid. Sounded like you said brain to me. Brain? Yeah, right now. Yeah, she was getting her brain done. <laughs> I don't even know what that would mean in she slang. She was in therapy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's getting her braid done by only women mm-hmm. are at the ceremony. And then she's just unceremoniously shoved into this like fast-moving river. Yeah, well, I mean, it was kind of ceremonious. She's getting this braid done. The shove, I mean. The shove itself right. is not ceremony. But they're like, you know, this is, it's like a special, it's like a rite of passage. To yeah. like finally have her braid and when you touch it, you'll think of us and the, you know, and know that we're with you. And then they take her to the edge of this cliff, look over the water, and then they just fucking shove her yeah. to the river. They were like, trust the river. And I was like, oh no. Right. And they just shove her in. Yeah. And then she trusts the river and she's fine. And it's like the most crystal clear yeah. water, of course. Well, one of the things I was like looking at this in the beginning, one of my notes was like, where is this filmed? It's beautiful. And it's pretty much, and that's what I was just looking up before. Yeah, there was a lot of pretty filming locations and also a lot of CGI locations. Yes, there was one thing I was like, ah, I bet that's CGI. Yeah. But um, it was mainly filmed in the Czech Republic. Oh. Prague. Interesting. In and around Prague. But also had scenes filmed in nearby countries like Croatia and Slovenia. Mm. Yeah. I've heard good things about Croatia. I know. I read this and I was like, oh, is this just my bucket list now? Yeah. I mean, it was like so pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so she gets shoved into this river, is like fast rapids, and she like is panicked at first, obviously, as you would be. Mm-hmm. So she's like struggling, and then eventually she like comes to the surface, she calms down, and she just like starts to float and lets the river take her. Yeah. And eventually it like, you know, brings her to a little shore. Yeah. This is like one of those things. Like I know ceremonies like this are important in Lots of different cultures. I mean, there's a lot of things that, like, every culture does. That's, like, some kind of, like, ceremony, like, symbolic. Sure. The braid, the river. But it's, like, also, maybe this is just me being a cynic, but, like, you're also human and you could just drown in that river. (laughs) And if you drown, it's not because you didn't trust the river or that you're not as strong as these other women. But that's what they believe. I know. (laughs) And I know that, like, hair is a big thing culturally, but I, like, the whole, maybe this is just, like, me and my, like, past trauma, but I was just like, yeah, that break will fucking fall out. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> like, she, does that make her less than them? Mm. Well, you'd probably just redo it, right? I meant her hair could fall out. Oh. That's why I said my past trauma, because oh. I lost all my hair. <laughs> oh, you said her braid could fall out. I thought, I thought you meant, like, fall. Like No. I mean, that used to happen. That was the worst thing. <laughs> um, and so then we're introduced to Rand, uh, who is walking with his father, played by Charles Dance, a.k.a. Tywin Lannister. Um, I knew there had to be. When this started, I was like... There's probably some Game of Thrones people in this. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has a thing with Egwene, and back in town that night at the inn, Egwene shows up and everyone's like relieved because I guess they just like leave after she's taken away by the river and just hope that she comes back. Yeah. So everyone's relieved. They're they all they're all drinking. Then that night, the party is still raging, and Moraine shows up. You know, everyone quiets down. Yeah. Uh, you know, she says her name and everyone has heard of her. Like right. she is they like a know. known. Yeah. Yeah. So she is part of the Aes Sedai, which is a magical order. I think that's how they pronounced it, right? I think so. Uh, and so her and her assistant get a room for the night. And downstairs, Rand and Egwene, you know, do the deed and get to talking. And she reveals that she was approached to be the apprentice of this person called the Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Which is the woman that shoved her into the river. Right. Part of the ceremony. But she has some some abilities. They keep saying that she can hear the wind, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Uh, and so, you know, Rand is obviously bothered when she tells him this. And then he says, you know, being a wisdom means a lonely life. No husband, no kids. Um, and she says, well, you know, I haven't given an answer yet. But then the next day she tells him, like, I said yes. And he goes, I know. Yeah, it was kind of sad. Like, he's really sad about it. Yeah. Because he's talking about, like, how he wants to have kids and, like, how he wants them to, like, run through, like, the forest there or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's pretty bummed because he's really in love with her. Yeah. Uh, That night, we see a strange figure with an elongated nose and, like, really smooth features uh, with a hood. Mm. Just, like, going through town. Yeah. On horseback. And the uh, riding a horse that's has like some kind of skeletal mask on. Yeah. Uh, and this is when you said my favorite quote of all time. <laughs> I hate when horses have masks. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> guys? Elizabeth. <laughs> I just. Elizabeth made this seem like every day she just sees horses wearing masks, and it's just like the last straw. Like. Why? (laughs) 
I think it's so creepy. And yes, you're right. Like, I barely see horses at all. Like, right. Much less wearing masks. But like, when I have seen them and they're like in like fighting scenes, like, you know, like knights and stuff. And like, they've got like armor on. Sure. Like, that's what I meant. <laughs> I think it's creepy. And I just also didn't like this whatever this was on the horse <sighs> the whole thing was so creepy and it's just like why are you doing that to the horse why are you making that horse mean it's just a horse but they have like anyway yeah and so <laughs> we find out later that this this figure is called the eyeless i guess he has no eyes you couldn't like really see but he just had like smooth yeah features uh, and so Moraine and this guy are like kind of surveying the town the next day and they can sense that one of the eyeless is here. And so they're looking around suspiciously at like all the townsfolk, not knowing like where he might be hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, one of the other younger guys, Matt, who's like, you know, at one point I'm like, what's this guy's name? And you're like, Matt. I'm like, Matt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Not a weird fantasy thing. <laughs> all those with one T. Uh, oh, never mind then. That yeah. is weird. <laughs> so like, you know, his parents, his mom is a drunk and his dad is like a philanderer and a piece of shit, basically. Also a drunk. Well, yeah. Uh, and like Matt is gambling and like steals one of his friend's bracelets to try to sell. And that next morning, he swaps the bracelet with a traveling merchant. And the merchant's like, oh, this is fake. You know, I'll give you like a couple lanterns for the festival tonight. Uh, but then after Matt turns, he like looks at it suspiciously. So like mm. maybe it was worth more or magical. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, then Moraine visits uh, the wisdom, this young woman who's like 25, 26, as she's cleaning the sacred cave pool. Which I didn't know was a sacred cave pool. And she's like in a cave. You know, it's just a cave. It's outdoor. It's nature. And she's there like scrubbing the rocks. I'm like, why is she cleaning these rocks? Yes. But the rocks were around this circular pool with like bluish white water in it like right but i didn't see that at first i just see her like scrubbing like as if she's like scrubbing bathroom tile but she's like outside and you're like i don't know maybe it's some sacred pool and then the next line marine's like why are you cleaning this sacred pool (laughs) i've I've seen a show or two yeah you know the fantasy yeah world and you know we find out that this wisdom really resents the Aes Sedai because when her old teacher was a young, poor girl, they, like, turned her away at their white tower. Yeah. And so later, the wisdom is with Egwene, and they start listening to the wind. And Egwene's like, you know, it sounds wrong. What is it? And the wisdom's like, I don't know. I've never heard this before. And, like, it, it almost sounds like voices or, like, moaning, mm-hmm. like, humanistic kind of thing in the wind. Uh, and then Moraine's guy finds a bunch of sheep slaughtered in the woods. Yeah. So we know something's, about, something's to, up. about to go down. And so that night in town, everyone is lighting these lanterns to help guide the souls of the dead back into town. Right. Um, you know, they Charles Dance talks about the Wheel of Time now and how it keeps turning no matter what and how, you know, they should always try to do good and then try to do better in the next life. More talk about reincarnation. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a celebration that follows that. And so we see the entire town, you know, it's just like a little village right. in the mountains, but like everyone's, everyone's dancing outside and Egwene's dancing with this young guy and like he backs up and we hear like her 
and then he falls into her and we see like the tip of a blade through his chest. Yeah. And he just falls dead. And then the Trollocs show up. Yeah. Elizabeth. And this is where it lost me. You you love this scene. Oh my God. I hated this scene. (laughs) So the Trollocs. But I didn't realize I hated it right away. So continue. I mean, the Trollocs are like giant orc troll things with like giant tusks and horns they're just like big monsters but picture like at first i was like wait is this a monster because what they looked like were people dressed Mm. in costumes with a monster mask on i mean they were humanoid yeah okay I thought they looked really stupid. Like I thought it was just like a like a like a group of people that came in with these like scary masks, you know, like some kind of like occult thing, not actual okay. monsters. Mm. So that I mean, they was were like, like nine feet tall. I think the first like check against them. Okay, right, yeah. Then later I realized that obviously I see that they're monsters, but I thought it was a bad rendition of a monster. Is all I'm saying. Mm, all right. Uh, Could have been better. And so these things just start like slaughtering the town folk. Total chaos. They're like killing them with like giant axes and glaives and like eating them. And Rand and his dad live up on the hill kind of away from town. And so they like hear some commotion but aren't really sure what's going on. But then one of these Trollocs bursts in. And the dad pulls out this like sweet katana blade from under his bed with like a golden egret on the hilt. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. And he's like holding his own against this giant monster thing uh, until finally it, they like clash blades and the monster like pushes his blade into Charles Dance's shoulder. Yeah. But then Rand comes up from behind and kills it. Stabs it in the back of the head. Take uh, that. Yeah. Then. Trollic. So there's another character, Perrin, who is friends with Rand and Matt. And he is with his wife, who is like the town smith, fighting off another Trollic. And so, you know, they're going back and forth. Eventually, he gets the better of it and is just, like, chopping at this thing over and over again until it's dead. And he's, like, in a bloodlust. Like, blood's just, like, flying all over his face. And at that moment that he kills it, his wife has gotten back up and, like, comes charging back in. And he turns and hits her in the side with his axe. And like This was awful. Within, like, like, I just... It was like, what the fuck? <sighs> Within 20 seconds, she was dead. Yeah. Just like staring at him. And just staring at him open. Like as if like the visual of him actually slicing his wife with this axe wasn't bad enough. Then he holds her and she stares at him with her <laughs> eyes wide open and then dies. And like, that's what he's going to see every time he closes his eyes. Yeah. I mean, I know the adrenaline's going, but come on, dude. <laughs> They're only fighting one of these monsters, and his wife was in the room. I know. You're just swinging wildly. They didn't know what they were doing. They're in the safe little mountain up here. I know, mountain I know. town. So, you know, back outside, things are still nuts. The wisdom gets dragged off and presumably killed. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe kidnapped. Maybe. I'm thinking maybe maybe she was kidnapped. Yeah. Because they don't show her actual death. They just right. show her getting like dragged off and like screaming. And there's and there's a good rule in fantasy, like if you didn't mm. see it. <laughs> Excellent, good. Right? Yeah. You cannot be sure. You've watched Game of Thrones. I have. Um, so finally Moraine and this other dude show up to the fight and they start like slicing up these trollics, using magic to like Fi- I'm sorry, finally they show up to the fight. What is the point of them being in this town? Where the hell were they? It was like a couple minutes later. Okay, way too much slaughtering went on. There's a lot of slaughtering. And then they finally show up. 
They were like off in the woods. I'm sorry, but if she's all powerful and like knows stuff, she should have been there. That's another issue I had. Keep going. Well, I don't think that she is. I don't think she can like see the future. But she does can, she sense things? Well, she can. She can sense the magic of this person. I don't think she. I don't think she knows everything that's going on. All right. I don't. I don't really know. And um. <laughs> I feel like she could have and should have gotten there sooner. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, she's like shooting them with lightning, all this other shit. And she is summoning and using light as her power. We see like light swirling around her and like mm-hmm. coming from all these different directions. And they reference it a bunch in the show. Like someone says, thank the light at some point. Like light is good. Dark, yeah. dark is bad. And so the next day, Maureen finally reveals to all these people why she's there. Because they're like, you show up. Then these monsters show up right. and kill everybody. She's like, they're here for the same reason I'm here. They want you. And she's talking about Egwene, Matt, Rand, and Perrin. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you need to come with me to the White Tower where her order resides. One of you is this dragon reborn and will be the only one that is able to stave off the Dark One. And as they're talking, an army of Trollocs comes over the mountain, like way off in the distance, but you can like right. see all their like torches and stuff. And so they're like... Moraine's like, you know, they're following you. If we leave now, they'll leave the town alone and they'll come after us. And so they all depart on horseback. I, I assume they said goodbye to their loved ones in between there. Right. Um, and they start trotting off as the if pilots. Their loved ones aren't dead. Right, right. Well, yeah. So Charles Dance's character has like some poisonous wound like festering in his shoulder. She's and, like, and- it's Trolloc poisoning. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's why I hate this shit. Oh my god! <laughs> I just can't. and you know she does some magic and like heals him up. Right. So he's fine. Right. I, I thought he was gonna die. Uh, so that was the pilot to the Wheel of Time. What did you think? Okay, so I didn't hate it until the end. I was like really just trying to like genuinely follow along. I thought that all of that was good. I thought it was like. Good exposition without being, like, exposition heavy. Like, I thought it was very good at telling yeah, yeah. the story. Laid a good, like, background. But, like, that scene with the Trollocs just, like, ruined it for me, and I don't know why. Like, I just, A, I didn't like the depiction of the Trollocs. I don't know what they're supposed to look like, but to me, it looked silly. And It didn't look like how you pictured them from the book, right? Right. That's not <laughs> how I saw it in my mind. <laughs> but, like... I just, my, I guess my issue is like, maybe this is just my issue with fantasy in general, or maybe that's too broad to say. I don't know. But it's like, to me, if someone is magic like this and be, be killing these Trollocs with their light power, then they should be better at it. Like, her power should have been stronger. <laughs> the battle should have ended sooner. Like, I just I didn't like it for some reason like i was just like but why can't you do more and then she like heals this guy she just like heals him she like touches him and then like take a deep breath okay you're losing control i'm not i'm just very impassioned like telling this like she heals this guy from his trolloc poison poisoning and it's like i know she's the only one and she says she's got to get back to the white tower because she can't do anything here but like i just my initial reaction was like what good are you? You have these magic powers and you're not helping them. And honestly, Bill, like, 
I don't know why I had this reaction. Because it's not like a super logical reaction, right? No. Like she's she's not I mean, obviously she's like more than human. Like she does have these like supernatural powers. But it's not like she's some kind of like I don't know, she's not she, a god. Yeah, she's not a god. But like I just like grew very impatient with it. And I don't know if it was like mm. the rest of the scene with it. And like, because I guess like there's, it, it was so brutal. Yeah. It was so hard, like horrific <laughs> watching these people die yeah. and like fight for their life. And like the trucks just keep coming. Right. Yeah. And then she just shows up and like saves two, two people. I'm like, oh, finally this bitch shows up. She's going to save two people. <laughs> and like clearly. <laughs> She was doing all that she could, but, like, my initial reaction was, like, I don't think this is good enough. Like, I wasn't satisfied with it. But what you just described sounds like the most boring story I've ever heard. Like, why isn't she just super powerful and she just comes in and wipes them all out and everyone lives? Yeah. What? I know. I know. But I guess I just, like, I don't, like, I don't know what it was that made me not like the show from those like last 15 minutes maybe it was just like it's too gruesome you just didn't like the violence that's fine yeah i mean maybe i think think you're yeah i think you're just you didn't like the violence and you're um projecting that onto literally everything else about the last 20 minutes yeah (laughs) yeah and like uh, it's funny because like i didn't dislike this character when she showed up yeah like i thought she was a good character i kind of liked her i mean so i don't know what it was that i was just like so annoyed by listen it, i i knew something like that was going to happen yeah at the end of this pilot i i knew there's gonna be like some like big conflict and like they were gonna have to like leave this village but like you have to build up tension you can't just have yeah. her there right away you have to have like people like waiting for her to show up then it's like this big thing when she shows up and actually does save a couple people that you like yeah that are the main characters and they clearly show like yes she has these abilities she is not a superhero like even as she's fighting the trollocs you can see her getting weakened yeah, you know, yeah. There's like a big charge of them at the end, and like she basically like throws the entire tavern at them, like brick by brick. Yeah, that and then was she crazy. just like collapses because she has like absolutely spent. She gets stabbed with something. Like she's not a god. Like she, yeah, she's, yeah, she is doing her best. It would be so boring if it was this all powerful. That's totally theme. fair. No, that's totally fair. I'm just saying, like my initial reaction to this. Listen, was just like. I hate, I hate this. I didn't even, you know? I didn't like love it. It certainly wasn't my favorite like fantasy conflict scene I've ever seen. Yeah. But now you're making me like defend it. Because... I know. <laughs> well, I guess it was also just like the pilot and I'm trying to think, maybe take me back to the Game of Thrones pilot. What happens in the Game of Thrones pilot that's this brutal? Can in, is there... in the first 90 seconds of the Game of Thrones pilot, there is an entire little village north of the wall where we see all of their dismembered body parts in mm, a pattern mm-hmm. in the snow and then do we see them die we don't see them die we just see their body parts but then okay. 90 seconds after that we see um one of the guys beheaded and uh a white walker mm. holds up his uh decapitated head with blood spilling onto the ground and uh then right after that 90 seconds later uh edward stark has to de- decapitate someone <laughs> first of all <laughs> This is the, the first three minutes. The fact that you're recalling all of these details <laughs> is insane to me. You always say, my memory's shit. I don't know anything. I can't remember anything. But you can fucking remember every, like, beat by beat, the Game of Thrones pilot. It was a great pilot. <laughs> Tell me everything about the Red Wedding episode. <laughs> do you really want to go into that now? Um, you're just embarrassed that you do know it. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> 
I, I've, I guess it just seemed like I guess, I, 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 maybe that you proved my point like wrong, but like I was gonna say like for a pilot, so so insane. But like I guess that's just what fantasy does and like has to do. Yeah, you know, like you have to have this, like there has to be this huge conflict. For them to keep fighting, because it's always going to be like this, like yeah. these people against some bigger conflict, yeah. right? And I, you know, I'm sure that not every episode is going to have a big bloody fight scene yeah. like that. You know, just this was the kickoff to get them out I of the village. <laughs> I just wanted more build up for that, you know. Sure, but you know, at the same time, you want to get them out of the village after the pilot, because yeah. That's... And I mean, there's a reason I don't write fantasy. Sure. Yeah. You know, like I'm not the person. Like I think. I don't think that this was a bad show. I just didn't like that scene, but yeah. I don't think this was a bad show. Yeah, I don't think it was a bad pilot. I also don't think it was a great pilot. I thought Rosamund Pike was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she definitely has like the look, this like dark-eyed, ominous kind of figure mm-hmm. to her. Uh, I thought you know all the younger actors were fine. Nothing offensive. No one like really stood out as like fantastic. But yeah, you know, we only saw a little bit of them. Uh, I thought I thought the Matt guy was good. You know, some of the set and character design was really cool. Some of the CGI worked well, and then some of it didn't. Yeah. And it, like, looked like you were watching a TV show. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. We, we were. Um, but, like... They're if not going to have, like, whatever, season five Game of Thrones budget. If, you I know? Saw, if I saw this on, like, Game of Thrones or, like, in a movie, I'd be like, that is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I thought the world building and the like the mythos lore building was really intriguing. Mm-hmm. I just like a big epic fantasy with like all yeah. this like backstory stuff. Um, and I've been hankering for a good fantasy series since like the fifth season of Game of Thrones, right? Basically, <laughs> um, I was hopeful. I've also just been looking for like a TV show. Period. I haven't like watched but, yeah. something by myself for so long. I was hopeful that Foundation would be it. That that's sci-fi, not fantasy. Did you keep watching that? I haven't watched any more. Oh, okay. The reviews of it are good. They're not great, but they're pretty good. Um, but I haven't like heard anything like that it's an absolute like can't miss show. Okay. Like I want that. And then like that'll give me the motivation. Like, okay, I should watch this. Yeah. I'm still considering going back to it, but I think it'll be between this, this one, and foundation. I think I think I would like to give this one at least another episode. Mm-hmm. Give it another shot. Um, I do have a lot of vacation time coming up that I have to use. Yeah. So I'll have a little bit more time to maybe watch a show. Uh, I, I did enjoy it. You know, only only some minor complaints. Uh, I mean, mostly about like the CGI. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't like even really notice as much. Uh, they just... Uh, it was very sparse and then they leaned on it really heavily during the final fight scene. And then I did notice it. I was like, okay, oh, okay. like... You know, she's like swirling magic around and like lighting these things on yeah. fire, and like even like the fire looked CGI. Maybe that's what I mean. I hated it was. It. Maybe that was it. Your powers look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you recommend Wheel of Time? I mean, no, but that's not like a really strong no. Yeah, it's just that I don't really have anything. Like, I'm not going to continue watching it, and I thought it was fine, but I'm not. Like, oh my God, you probably will love this. I, I don't know. Does yeah, that make sense? That yeah. that recommendation? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, if you're into fantasy, like high fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. I or think, if you read the series. 
Well, if you read the series and enjoyed it, you're probably going to watch this. You mean they're not just going to like be listening? They're like, hold on. I don't know if I'm going to watch this yet. Let's see what Elizabeth from Trial by Pilot, who yeah. hates fantasy, has to say. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know. I interrupted yeah, you. <laughs> uh, do you think this will get a season two? Probably. <laughs> it probably already has has yeah. been renewed by Amazon. Um, oh, I was going to ask if you'll continue to watch, but I guess that you are not going to. I'm not going to continue to watch. Okay. This is a weekly release, which you know I love. That's true. <laughs> So we did finish, well, no, what, what, what did we finish? We finished Squid Game, but we already talked about that. Right. Oh, I did want to mention that I saw today that Squid Game is now officially the most watched Netflix series of all time. Wow. Uh, yeah, in its first 21 days, in its first 20... By high, wi- how wide of a margin? In its first 28 days on the platform, guess how many hours of viewing... Squid Game accumulated. I know this is a ridiculous question to ask of, yeah. of anyone, especially you. Um, but <laughs> Why? Because I don't understand numbers. Any, anytime I ask anything like about the numbers. time, distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just guess how many hours in the first month-ish. 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you know what I was going to say before that? 500. So somewhere between 500 and 10,000. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go ahead. What was it? 1.65 billion hours. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. 500 hours is 50 people watching Squid Game. <laughs> See, like, I just didn't even know, like, what formula to put in, in my head to, like, figure it out. I was just like, well, I don't... That question didn't even make any sense. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so, that's crazy. Squid Game V popular. Uh, and it, it has been renewed for season two. Yes. I did see that. I guess I should have said that for the recap, but, you know, things happen. Um, What else did we just watch then? I don't think anything. We're, we are in the middle of season three. Oh, we finished um, Lupin. Oh, yes. We did finally finish that. Part two. Part two. And, and it's like over, I think. Oh, really? Oh, wait, no. No, no, no. How did it end? It ended with him like kind of being at large and like all of like the, like all of Paris was looking for him. Oh, right. Like yeah, all I'm of sh- the police were looking. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I forgot. No, I think he, and he said he was going to like leave. Yeah, yeah. I think it said something that it was coming back. Oh, yeah. You might be right. You might yeah. be right. God, I hope so. Yeah. And now we're, we're halfway through. You know what? I'd be fine if it didn't. I, I enjoy it. It's a fun show. There is like never any tension or conflict. And I want some tension in a show where he's like doing all this like high stakes stuff. Yeah. He's never in danger of getting caught. He is the most unrealistically slick guy ever. I love that about this. I know. But at some point, don't you want to, you don't you want to at least feel like he could get caught? Yes. Yes. I, I never but feel that. You didn't feel that at all? Like when they were like going through like the, what do you call it? The that they were gonna get caught going through the no you didn't think they were gonna get no caught. I knew they were gonna get away <sighs> or or when um in his apartment no you didn't think no was... all right he's just too good I all right I I do agree with you <laughs> somewhat there I guess it just didn't bother me because 
I just really kind of enjoy that kind of thing where they get away. Yes, I do enjoy because I'm trying to like, I'm kind of likening this to the show White Collar. And I do think that there was more tension in White Collar. Oh, okay. But it was also like you always knew they were going to get away. Like right, I always right. knew they were going to get away. But also like Omar Sy is like... <laughs> I, I just love him. Like, it's not even just like, oh my God, I'm so attracted to him. He's so hot, which like I am. But that too. Yeah. But like there, there's, there's something that I just like really, really like how slick he is. He's such like a likable. I like how slick he is. Sneak. I like, you know? a, sne- I like a sneaky slick guy. Oh boy. <laughs> but Yeah, you do. But at the same time, I want a little bit of tension. Okay. That's fair. That is fair. But anytime they're like, especially when he's like cooking in his kitchen and he's dancing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love an, a, a dancing Omar Sy scene. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, anyway. So we finished that. We're halfway through season three of Sex Education. Um, Hold on. I have to say this. Because it doesn't matter. I text this to her all the time. We talk about, we have talked about this at like different points. Janice, if you are listening to this right now, which I know that you are. Janice. If you haven't watched Sex Education yet, pause whatever it is that you're doing. Like, whatever show you're watching, stop. Whatever, like... Well, she could finish this episode. We're almost done. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) Finish listening to this and then go watch Sex Education because this is your show. Have you not watched this, Janice? So the last time I talked to her about it, she hadn't. She's like, I know there's like so like so many people tell her to watch it, mm. but like it's the same thing. It's like okay, but I have all these other things to to do, sure, sure, and to watch, right? But this, I just feel like this is Janice's show. She would appreciate so many things about this. She would love it. Yeah. Just saying, okay. I putting you on blast, McCrosty. <laughs> I'm still really enjoying it. There have been some ridiculous scenes this season. Oh, yeah. Like, very silly. Um, I mean, nothing beats season one. Yeah, season one was great. Uh, All right. What else are we watching? That's it, right? Seinfeld. Yep. Seinfeld is on Netflix. We're watching that. Yeah. I'm hopping around between Real Housewives. You sure are. (laughs) Seasons. I think I'm going to go back to season one of New York. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> let us know if you have suggestions on shows to watch. And and let us know, listeners, what's your favorite Real Housewives um, city? Yeah, let us know. I want to know. Uh, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. And I already said the rest at the beginning of this episode. Yes, you so did. So we'll see you next time. Okay. Well. Oh, but what I didn't say was thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thank you, Beats. Bye. Bye. What you